I'm going to talk about the concept of time. I think time is something that we constantly think about, but we don't understand. And I want to share some of my views and philosophy on this concept of time. A lot of people talk about how you can't make time. It's something that constantly passes us by. It's the one kind of currency that we're constantly spending, but we don't really know how much we have. And I think once we really understand and internalize that idea that we don't know how much time and how much of that currency we have to spend, we can start being more thoughtful of it and mindful of it. For example, if I told you that you only had 60 minutes to live, you would be very, very mindful of how you spend those 60 minutes. Similar to how if I said you had $60 in your bank account, you'd be very, very mindful of how you spend those $60. But I think a lot of people assume that the amount of time we have in our, in our you know, time bank account is much, much higher than 60 minutes. But the reality is there is no certainty on how much of that time you actually have. And so I think understanding this concept of time is fundamental to how we make decisions in our life and, and how we spend that currency. So I think there's really two ways to use time. The first is to invest it, and the second is to enjoy it. And I'm going to let you think about that for a second, that these two ways of using time, to invest it or enjoy it. And I think that's a really important idea to align with. Um, If you do kind of think about that and it makes sense to you, then it actually impacts your life in in a great way because you can now start filtering this type of things you spend your time on into just two categories. And if it doesn't meet any of those categories, then you should probably stop doing that activity. So if there is this, you know, if you draw this mini Venn diagram in your head, one circle of investing your time and one circle of enjoying your time, you can probably start bucketing activities in both of those two categories and then some activities outside of them. But really what you want to optimize for is the intersection between those two categories. And that's really how I really think about my life and how I want to spend my time. I want to spend the most amount of time enjoying investable moments. <laughs> let, me, let me put it that way, enjoying investable moments. And so it's things that I'm doing that, that give me enjoyment, but I also know they're contributing to something larger in the future. Now, that should make sense. It should make sense that we should be spending the majority of our time on things that we enjoy, but also can lead to something even more in the future. And I think oftentimes, if you really map out how you spend your time, you'll find that you don't spend all of your time in those two categories or in the intersection. And I'll give you some examples of, of activities that I see people do constantly that don't fit into either of these areas. The first is, I mean, the very, very relevant topic of social media, Instagram, TikTok. Um, I've seen people just mindlessly scrolling through to the point past enjoyment just because now it's kind of almost like an addictive nature. Or, you know, a couple of students have told me that they're really just addicted to Instagram stories. They'll open up Instagram, start clicking through the stories, and then realize what they're actually doing. Um, A lot of people just pull out their phones, unlock it, look at it, and put it back in their pocket. Those are examples of activities that are... Are, in, are more instinctual or more of an addictive nature, not really thoughtful or mindful of what you're doing, but it, it's just a time waster. Uh, another one is 
just thoughts of negative things like jealousy, for example. Jealousy is not an enjoyable thought to have, nor does it help you invest in something more in the future. Worrying about something out of your control, that is also not enjoyable, nor does it help you invest in your future or is an activity that invests in something that you you care about later that can give you a return. So anytime you think about worrying about something outside of your control, tell yourself that this is not giving me any value. This is not contributing to anything in, in the next moment and it's not making me happy right now. This is not enjoyable to do. Um, another, another really important one is being around certain people. Oftentimes, uh, you know, especially pre-COVID, we're put in these physical spaces where we're around people who we don't choose to be around. And I think it's really important to think about be, does being around these certain people give me enjoyment or does it help me invest in something greater? And if it doesn't meet any of those things, I think it's important to rethink the time you spend with those people. And in fact, I think there's a lot of people in your life that might actually be toxic, which is not necessarily, you know, obviously not enjoyable and doesn't invest, but actually does the opposite of investing and hurts you later on. And so really thinking about who are those people that I, you know, I, I don't enjoy being around or don't help me in my future. And also who are those people that actually are hurting me right now? And by the way, a lot of those people that are hurting you right now, those toxic people might actually be some of the people you're most closest to. And I think that's a really important concept to think about. Some of the most closest people to you might actually be the most toxic. And I've seen this a lot in relationships and, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this might, might you know, understand that concept now or maybe later in the future. And so I think what, what you have to do is really think about, again, all those activities and how you spend your time, even if it's for one second and analyzing, do I enjoy spending my time that way or does it help me grow in the future or invest in something more? And try your best to try to stop doing those things. And this isn't a one-time activity. This is something you can do every you know, few months or every year, maybe on your birthday, take a reassessment and think about how do you spend your time? If you use a calendar and are time blocking your schedules and you're mindful of that, you can look at that and think about, okay, where am I actually using my time and what are things that I don't actually enjoy doing and don't really give me investments? A lot of you guys are in school right now, and I think there's a lot of activities that you might be doing just because they're expected of you, but they might not actually contribute to a grade, and they might not be teaching you anything either. And I think in those cases, it's important to reassess and think, okay, well, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I'm being mimetic, which is everyone around me is doing that, so I just feel pressure to do it as well? Or am I doing it because there's actually some sort of value that it's giving to me, whether it's a grade to help me get into the next step of my you know, educational life in university, or do I, am I actually learning something, which hopefully is the most important reason why you're, you're learning these different concepts in school. Okay, now the questions you really have to ask yourself then to be able to even identify these activities that you're doing, the first one is, what do I enjoy? You need to ask yourself, what do I enjoy? Because if you don't know what you enjoy, then how are you supposed to spend your time on things you enjoy? It sounds kind of obvious, but I think a lot of people, even myself when I was younger, I didn't really know everything that I enjoyed. I had a general concept of things that I enjoyed, but there was a lot of things I haven't even tried yet. So I didn't even know I enjoyed those things. One example was building products. I love to build 
things that people use. And I never actually built things that people could use when I was in high school. And so the point here is really experiment with things that you might be uh, interested in and discover what, what type of things you enjoy. The second question to ask yourself is what type of person do I want to be? Because that will help you invest and in, invest your time and compound certain traits, skills, knowledge, mindsets, networks, whatever it is to help you become the person you want to be uh, in the future. And the third question to ask yourself is what type of things do I want to be doing? So if, if you want to go and, I don't know, let's say build rockets to Mars, well, the types of things you should be doing now should help you invest in an outcome that maximizes your ability to build rockets to Mars. And so those are the three questions you should be asking yourself. One, what do I enjoy? Two, what type of person do I want to be? And three, what type of things do I want to do? Okay, so I think that's a really important concept that, that you should think about. And again, this is something that I subscribe to. And, and for you, I think it's really important to just think about that concept first and, and internalize it and, and see if that's something that you align with. Now, throughout this you know, little spiel that I've been giving, I've used the word moments. And I think it is, uh, it is something valuable to think about. I read this uh, story in a, in a book a few, actually when I was in grade 11, I think, or grade 12. And I'm going to kind of paraphrase the story, but it went something like this. There was a king on a battlefield. And through, throughout the battles, uh, throughout the battle, there was, you know, everyone was having their bow and arrows and shooting them at each other. And this king, you know, rages into battle with his sword right in the middle of the battlefield. And he gets hit with one of the arrows through the crossfire. And, and as, he get, as he got hit with the arrow, he fell. And his subjects ran to him, covered him. And, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're about to take the arrow out. And the king said, don't, you know, he, he didn't let the, the subjects take the arrow out because he started asking these questions. Who shot the arrow? Where was this person? You know, what type of arrow was it? And asking all these questions about the arrow itself. And by the time he was, you know, <laughs> rambling on about these questions, he ended up dying. And the moral of this, this story that's, you know, articulated much more eloquently in this book is, remove the arrow of useless thoughts. Because the king was so fixated on the arrow and who shot the arrow and all of these things that were extremely irrelevant, the, his royal subjects weren't able to remove the arrow and actually focus on what was important, which was the survival. And I think that concept, again, is, is something that, that I really internalized um, at a young age, which was to identify what are the arrow of useless thoughts that I'm having in my life and how can I change my narrative and change the way that I'm thinking and my thoughts to make sure I'm not spending my thought, my currency of thought on useless thoughts, that I am spending it on either enjoyable thoughts or investable thoughts, right? Which, which fit into those buckets because you're the, when you think you are actually using time, right? And so that I think is something to train mindfulness of. And this is an important concept, mindfulness. Being aware of your thoughts is how I think about mindfulness. And oftentimes, going back to the philosophy of time now, this is another philosophy I have outside of how you use the currency of, of time. I think about time as there's usually people would think about it as three segments, right? The past, the present, and the future. But the way that I think about it is actually totally different. 
I don't really think about the past and the future as many other people. Um, I think a lot of people actually spend the majority of their present in the past or in the future. And the past and the future, I think, are just concepts. I don't think they're actually real. And the only reality is this moment. This moment right now, as you're listening to my voice, is the only reality that actually exists for you. The past actually doesn't exist. The future doesn't actually exist. It is only this moment that actually exists for you. And if you do understand that and and realize that this moment that you're in, this current present moment, this moment is the only moment, the only real moment, the world kind of changes. And so when I think about the past, I think about it as memories. And when I think about the future, I think about it as thoughts. And so when I'm in this present moment, I think it's important to be mindful that we are in this moment. And when we are having memories, it's important to think about, okay, we're reliving the past, but that is not the reality of, of, of the moment that we're in. And when we're thinking about the future, well, that future doesn't actually exist yet. And if it is a useless thought about the future, then I think it's important to be mindful of that useless thought and remove it from your thought, right? So the, the first step to be able to you know, change your thought is to actually become aware of your thought because you can't often control what thoughts you have, which I think is another fundamental concept. So now what you want to do is pair this concept with the previous concept. How do you optimize for your moments in life, right? Not, not optimize for your past or necessarily optimize for your future because they don't, they don't really exist. They're just these constructs that we've built. And so how do you optimize for your moments, Right now, this is something to really think about because I think a lot of people think about how to optimize for a moment. I mean, sorry, how to optimize for an outcome, right? Or how to optimize for a prospect of an idea. For example, a lot of doctors might optimize for just having the word doctor in front of their last name. But that is not a, th- th- those are not the moments that you're going to spend your time currency on, right? So how you want to think about this is, as you go through life, it is a series of moments. And what are the specific activities you want to be doing in those series of moments that are both enjoyable and hopefully investable for you? And so the question that you know I constantly ask myself is, how do I want to spend my moments? And the sub-question underneath that is, what are the moments that are at the intersection of enjoyment and fulfillment for me? And so when I reflect on what I'm currently doing right now with TKS, is I get to spend my moments helping you guys be the best versions of yourself, unlock your potential so you can make an impact on the world. And I do enjoy doing that. I do enjoy helping people unlock their potential. And so the majority of my moments is either spent talking to people like you. Uh, It's spent thinking about the curriculum and the program and how we can actually build systems and structures to unlock potential. It's been talking to smart people, thinking about how we can evolve and extend the concept of education and learning and personal growth. It's been listening to smart people talk about emerging technology and how the world is changing so we can better adapt what we're doing in TKS to help you be more prepared for that future world. And so if you, if you want to use that example of how I've kind of used this framework to optimize my moments, that's kind of how I've thought about it. I know that 
I'm passionate about, you know, education. I'm passionate about emerging technologies. I'm also passionate about helping people unlock their potential. And so that's kind of when you think about the accumulation of my moments and how I spend my time, it is doing those activities. And so for you, once you can identify and understand what do you enjoy, what makes you fulfilled, and do those moments compound into the next moment to help you do even more of that thing, then I think that's really where you want to think about how you spend your time. So I hope this this little, you know, ramble on the philosophy of time gave you a different perspective on how to think about time and be really mindful at the end of the day on on two aspects if I were to sum this up. The first is understanding how you're spending this currency of time and making sure that you're spending it on activities that you either invest, enjoy, or hopefully optimizing that intersection between investing and enjoying what you're doing. And then the second concept is this this the you know this construct I, I mentioned about the past being memories and the future just being thoughts and all that actually really exists is this present moment and helping yourself be mindful and 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 bring yourself to this present moment so you can actually live it because I often find that when people are not living in this moment they're almost not living at all and so. Hopefully, that, hopefully this, this helps you think more about how you want to spend your time and, and how you can optimize it to make you a happier person and, and achieve the things that you want to achieve in life.